We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, welcome back. Hour number three. Wow, time is flying today. It is Beamer in for Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, we'll do one more segment on this if you're just joining us. Uh, we're talking about the decision of minors being able to make a decision. I worded that poorly, I'm sorry. Of uh, being able to make the decision to take puberty blockers, to take hormones for gender changing, to have gender changing surgery, I, I, I will stick by what I've been saying. If you're an adult, do what you want to do. Have fun, right? I just don't think anyone under the age of 18 should be able to make that decision. I don't care if they have their parents' permission or not. I don't think a 10, a 12, a 14-year-old should be taking puberty blockers, should be making that decision. Again, when I was 10, my gender, my sexuality were the furthest thing from my mind. What say you? 803-0930, star 930. We will start in Buffalo with Fran. Hey, Fran, thanks for hanging on. Hey, Joey, how are you? I'm doing all right, Fran. What do you think? Okay, so here's the story. Um, I The other night I was listening to Chris Rock, and when he went on his you know, his routine, he started talking about transgender women. And he was talking about how they could read a defense better. That's why he liked them. And I'm going to just tell you for the record, that is true. I can read a defense better. Um, I, I did play high school football. There's no doubt about it. I did. And so um, that in mind, <laughs> I got to tell you from four years old, I'm 56 years old here today, Joey. And when I was four years old, I knew something was up and I can pinpoint the age. I can go through the big long story of it all, but how it had, you know, how I can come to that conclusion. But I know I was four. And I went through a lifetime of just like, what the heck is going on here? Why do I think this way? My body looks the other way. And yet here I am stuck in this world that I I have always thought of myself as an actor. I was basically pretending to be a dude for you guys, for all the world, because that's what society expected of me. Now, I don't think I'm a rare case when it comes to transgender. I think that, you know, this is a lot more common than people realize. But I think the part about it is that it's become politicized, which is what's kind of ruining the whole dang thing for people like me. Because <clears throat> I can, I got to tell you, I work, you know, I work as a florist. I'm popular. I don't have a negative life in any way. I go anywhere in this country that I want to. 
and I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit stealthy compared to some people, which does help me a lot. But in the same token, I don't hide who I'm from. I don't hide who I am, I mean. I don't hide the fact that I am trans. I, I'm, I'm very welcome to bring that out in the open when I have to. But at the, at the same token, let's go back to when I was a child, all through growing up, it was extremely confusing to me, and I just became a bitter kid. Now, keep in mind, I, I, be, I'm going to try to be careful the way I say things here. When I was, uh, you know, a teenager, and I got involved with playing football and things like that, I did that because I was always like, okay, I got to make sure people don't see my feminine tendencies. And so in my own brain, I started doing more masculine things in life that I despised, by the way, but I did it so that I could make you happy because <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint you that I wanted to be a little ballerina or whatever because I did. But nonetheless, it took me 39 years to finally come out of that shell. And the only thing I can say about where we're at with things today, I was 30, I was, uh, I think it was like 10 years ago, roughly when I had surgery and it wasn't, you know, I, I did go through a, a, a lengthy process that took a couple of years. I don't, from where I'm coming from, it, that process has not changed. I'm involved with some of the health care in the city. That process still is intact. It takes a long time to actually get surgery. They're not dishing out. And by the way, they do that surgery right here in Buffalo, New York, if you didn't know that. <laughs> right at ECMC is where I had my surgery. I was the very first one in Buffalo. There you go. I've got that to hold on to. No, Fran, well, Fran, let me ask you, you know, you said you, know, you felt this when you were a, a child. Do you think it would have been beneficial to be able to have made that decision as a minor? Uh, or how do you feel about someone who's 14 making a decision to have puberty blockers? I was praying to God when I was 14. I was praying to God that somebody could help me. I can't talk about the decision. All I know is when I was 14, I would have said, hell yeah, let's do it. And here I am today, boom, you know, some 40 years later. <laughs> I, but at the same token, when I was 14, if you'd offered that to me, I would have jumped on it. Because, And not only that, if you had just in society, if you had accepted me and said, oh, yeah, that's okay. We don't care that you wear trans, you know, that you wear women's clothes. That's fine. I would, you know, I would have been like just a happier kid in general. Um, the idea that I had to repress and I repressed it as long as I could till I almost took my own life at age 30 or at age 46. Um, you know, my, my transition in the early stages was actually kind of difficult because it was, you know, 10, 12 years ago and people were upset. It was <laughs> inevitable that everyone around me and my family was gonna get upset and whatever. And all I can tell you is my life is much better today. I work every day. I have a happy life. I. Fran? And now today, I feel like, well, let's just face it, I might run for president next year, so. There you go. Fran, let me, but let me ask you this, because I, I think the big thing is accepting. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, all for, uh, I'm all for accepting. But do you think if, if it, 
people are just more accepting. If a 14-year-old came out and said, hey, I, you know, I feel um, I, I'm, in the, I'm the wrong gender. I, I want to transition. And maybe for four years, you know, you live as if you've transitioned, but don't do any body altering till 18. It, it, would, that, would that have been helpful or, or it, am I sounding insensitive? That would have been helpful to me, but I got to tell you, the information is that we don't let children just jump over and transition like that's being perpetuated in the public today. It is not that simple, and it is not happening like people are thinking. But it is happening. And it's not happening in the way it's being described, ever. It's never, there's never been a single irreversible decision out of trans people that are legit trans people. But if you start taking, because there's an article in, the, in the MP, uh, an NPR about a 13-year-old who has started taking puberty blockers. I mean, there is stuff being done that is irreversible, correct? Let's just say this. The hormone blockers, the puberty blockers, if I could have had those, it would have been probably a little bit different for me. I maybe could have been on one of Donald Trump's Miss America pageants. Well, Fran, I appreciate you calling in. It's exactly what I'm uh, what I'm looking for, and I, I I'm glad you called in today. Hey, I appreciate you, Joe. Hey, Fran in Buffalo. See, and that's what we want. I, I want all opinions. I want all opinions, and and the perspective that Fran gave, the perspective that Chris gave in the first hour. Uh, I I'm really happy about that, and I'm glad uh, they called in. And you know, I don't want anyone to feel like their opinion can't be voiced on here. If you have an opinion, call in. I mean, that's what makes an opinion show great. I've given you my opinion. There are people who agree with me. There are people who disagree with me. And I enjoy talking with all of you. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Like I said, it's not always going to be a comfortable uh, conversation. And I'm fine with that. You know, we talked about this yesterday. Stepping out of your comfort zone. Stepping out of your echo chamber. For me, this is stepping out of my comfort zone, having this conversation. My mom's flying back from Richmond, Virginia today, and she's in Detroit, and they were about to take off, and I guess the uh, cabin was overheating, so they had to pull off the runway and go back to the, uh, to the gate, and she said someone you know, is starting to walk on the plane, and I said, you call NBC, and you tell them you want the good plane, the Ted Danson plane. If anyone gets the reference, it's from the Seinfeld finale. Seinfeld finale I thought was disappointing, but that was a funny line from the Seinfeld finale. 803-0930, star 930, the number to get on. We are talking about minors making a decision to transition. And I know I've repeated myself a million times. You guys have called it out, but I will put the disclaimer out there. I am all for anyone, an adult, you want to do what you want to do, have fun with it. Have fun, enjoy life. Life is short. If that's what makes you happy, then do it. I just cannot get past the point of a minor making those decisions, those irreversible decisions. How about you? 803-0930, star 930. Paul is in Buffalo and is up next. Hey, Paul. Hey, Joe. Hey, Dr. Paul, how you doing? Not bad. How is everything with you? It's doing. I'm doing all right, Paul. Um, uh, you know, um, what do you think of this? This is something that I'm. I'm sure you've uh, you've done some research on. And uh, what yeah. do you think of minors making this decision? Well, I decided to call in because it's such a a difficult topic. I've written some substacks on it, 
So I know what I know the area. Look, your previous caller is hard for you to argue with them because they they're living that situation. Um, but I think what was key in their discussion was that they had this surgery, if I recall, 10 years ago, something like that. So they were an adult. Now, the problem is that everything you say, I agree with you. And this is the issue, but it's not for people to get upset and grab their pearls and get the vapors because I say I agree and Joe says he, he agrees. Because here's the issue. The surgery is irreversible. The purity blockers, we have a lot of research that's coming out right now that shows that it could be very problematic. And we need more research because they have some kids that have some young people's serious reactions to these puberty blockers. So there's still a lot we don't know. And again, it's irreversible. So the thing about it is, I like your idea that, you know, when you're 18, you're a lot more mature. You could think about the issue. You've had some time to really go through it. And you need guidance, of course, some kind of counseling. But the, but the issue is, look, Joe, right now, and the reason why I did some substats on this is because I wrote some papers on this is because we have in America, all of a sudden, some young people, <clears throat> even under, under 12, let's say, and then a lot in their teens, who have reported that they're suicidal. And this is a problem. And, and these are children who began the process to, to transition. And they were on the puberty blockers, et cetera. And this is, a, this is not me making it up. It's in the news. You can find this. If you go on, online, you'll find it. So it means that there's a, they, 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 a lot of um, questions still to be answered. Here you have good young kids who went that route and now want to go back the other way and can't. And some of them have actually taken their lives. So this is a very, very serious issue. This is not anything to play around with. And, and I have a problem with those parents who it's almost like a hip thing right now. And people are not understanding the implications of the surgery, of the puberty blockers, and the long-term implications. To do. Your previous caller, um, happy for them. They, they, they sound like they, have, they live a good life. They're well-adjusted in their situation. But that's a, we, there's so many individual differences. And uh, this has to be, I, I, I just don't agree until someone is of the maturity, as you said. And, and, and Dr. Paul, I mean, when, when we say it's irreversible, I mean, we are talking about the, the puberty blockers and the hormones. I mean, that is doing, that is doing altering to your body that at an older age will not be reversible, correct? Correct. And, um, I mean, if you take a surgery where you go, you do the full surgery and you do alterations and stuff, so how are you going to reverse that? And then if you go in there and you mess around with the chemicals and you alter yourself and change, etc. Again, the problem here, Joe, is the research has not been done properly. So we don't have the answer. So right now, if you say, go to the medical literature and find us some research to tell us, if you do this, what will happen if you do that? And that's the problem. So people are still fondling around in the dark. Your previous caller, again, great story, especially how they relate it. It worked out for them. But there are many more stories right now because all of a sudden why this is in the news is because of a lot of young people who went that route and want to go back the other way. And they are reported commit suicide. 
they are reports of suicide. So, in, in other words, they're, they're distraught. Your caller said he was, they were distraught when they were young, and they prayed that somebody would have some um, remedy for them, which is to transition, etc. Okay, and it was not available, but that's for them. What about those who do it and, and, and now want to end their life because they want to go back to it? Because it's a confusing time, and, yep. and right now it's like a hip discussion. And... Uh, yeah, that's that's and that's the uh, that's my fear, uh, Paul. Is you know someone at yeah. twelve, someone at fourteen. No, oh, this is how I feel. This is me. And then you know twenty two, twenty four. Oh, I, I've made a terrible mistake. And you know where do you go from there, Paul? Always appreciate the call. Always great uh, hearing from you, uh, Doctor Paul Alexander in Buffalo. When we come back, I got to play something for you. Jim Beheim spoke after the Syracuse Wake Forest game today. Did he retire or did he not? We're going to play that audio. We're going to talk with you about it after this on WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Radio 930 WBEN. I want to thank everyone who called in, everyone who texted in. Again, um, it's not it's not always a comfortable conversation. And, you know, that's something I've always had to, I've had to tell myself is, you know, Joe, 
sometimes you're going to have to do shows on topics that you're uncomfortable talking about, topics that, you know, there's going to be a lot of different opinions. And I'm glad that we were able to get different opinions because that's what talk radio is about. Talk radio is about getting everyone's opinion out there. Talk radio is about, you know, putting your opinion out there. Me as the host, putting my opinion out there. And then having people push back and say, Joe, I disagree with you. Or, hey, Joe, I agree with you. And I'm glad we were able to do that. I think it's a very, I think it's important to have conversations about things that, you know, there's disagreement about. I think it's important to have conversations about topics that people are talking about and to have different perspectives from different people. And I'm glad we were able to do that. Um, So, again, thank you uh, for participating. Thank you for listening. Now. I've been teasing this. As you know, March Madness is here. Um, Oh, rewind, rewind, rewind. First, I just want to say, you know, as I've been saying, everyone should be happy and everyone should make the most of every day. You know, I I say so so much on this station. I talk about how people, you know, there are people out there that always try to find the worst in people, the worst in things. They always try to bring down the day, right? We, we all, we know those people. Some of us have worked with those people and they will bring down the day. Um, you know, they find it difficult to be in a happy mood all the time. They find it difficult to enjoy the day they've been given. I just think it's important to enjoy every day, make the most of every day. And guess what? If you're having a bad day, you you don't have to make sure the other person's having a bad day. You can just keep that to yourself or talk to those in your life. Hey, you know, I'm having a bad day. Something's really bringing me down and have that discussion with them. But, you know, if you're having a bad day, don't go make sure other people are having a bad day. That is different than talking about your bad day, right? I'm all for, you know, people in my life, they want to talk about their bad day. They want to tell me what's bothering them. Fine, that's what I'm here for. But there's a difference between that and then just making sure that person's having a bad day. Um, So, again, at the end of the day, make the most of every day. Be happy. Have fun. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. And Josh, you know, we probably should have played that song because I've referenced that song a million times. Now, back to what I was talking about. It's March Madness. Da, 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 da. And, um, you know, conference tournaments are in action. Virginia Tech won last night. Syracuse lost this afternoon. Sorry, spoil alerts if you had it on the DVR. Syracuse lost to Wake Forest on a, buzz, on a uh, last-second shot. And uh, Wake Forest uh, advanced. Now, Jim Beheim, who is the coach of Syracuse, if you didn't know that. Jim Beheim, he's always been kind of... What's the word I'm looking for that I can say on the radio? Um, he's been kind of rude at press conferences before. I don't know if you've seen uh, some of his press conferences. And he gave a press conference after the loss today. And you tell me, is this a retirement or is he just having fun with the press? Here we go. Josh, play uh, play Jim Beheim. Oh, but uh, I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long I, I think you missed it <clears throat> I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday and I gave it in the press conference afterwards and nobody except William, William Payne figured it out 
are you saying right now that you're, you, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, but you're not saying. I just saying... said it. I don't know. So you don't know. Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you, you're not sure whether you're, when will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. What? So he says he made his retirement speech on the on the basketball court last Saturday, and then he did so at his press conference, and then he's asked, "So are you retiring?" Right? Because that's what was going on on uh, on Twitter right now. You see, Jim Beheim is trending on Twitter. So he's asked the question, "So are you saying you're retiring?" He goes, "That's up to the university." What? <laughs> I'm I'm confused. I think Jim Beheim, as as a person that's not um, as a person who's not a Syracuse fan, I'm not the biggest Jim Beheim fan, right? I think Jim Beheim probably should have retired years ago. Um, but if I were a Syracuse fan and watching where that program has been the last few years, I probably would be hoping that this is his retirement speech. I know a lot of people, and I hate this in sports. But a lot of people, oh, but, you know, he turned the program around. He's been here for so long. He put the program in the spotlight. Well, that doesn't mean if, you know, okay, for, you know, most of their coaching career, the program was in the spotlight. And then for the last five, ten years, the program goes downhill. Do you really still owe it to that guy for what he did? Because eventually he's going to take the program that he put in the national spotlight. He's going to put him back uh, to where they don't mean anything, to irrelevancy. So that's just how I look at it as a non-Syracuse fan. But I thought that was interesting, and I wanted to share that uh, with you here on WBEN. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. You know, a lot of stuff going on, and something that uh, David talked about a little bit on his show, and that is this um, this kidnapping at the Mexican in, in Mexico uh, now two dead, um, and, you know, spring break is here, spring break around the corner. A former FBI boss is saying that you are not safe from the cartels anywhere you go in Mexico. Says that Americans should heed travel caution ahead of spring break, no matter what bargain they're getting. 30 of Mexico's 32 states are under some kind of travel advisory from the United States of America, this comes as thousands of Americans prepare to travel south for spring break. So I want to know from you at 803-0930, star 930, as a former FBI assistant director has said that uh, nowhere in Mexico is safe from the cartels. And this coming after the kidnapping of four U.S. citizens and the murder of two last week. So I want to know. If you're planning a spring break vacation to Mexico, would this stop you? Would this make you change your plans? You know, it's so funny. Three years ago today, or maybe it was yesterday, but three years ago, I was doing a Friday show. I don't know if you remember that. When Sandy Beach was on, uh, I would do Fridays 9 to 12. And the question three years ago was, will COVID-19, or we at the time we're calling it the coronavirus, Will the coronavirus make you halt any travel plans you have? And this is the weekend. Uh, remember, three years ago, this is the weekend that we were doing, you know, 
uh, social distancing. We were cutting the capacity in half. We hadn't closed places yet. We didn't close the gyms yet. We were just 50% capacity. And then you went out to bars on the weekend and no one was uh, was practicing that. Uh, anyway, we didn't realize it would be the last time we could go out for you know six months or a year or two, depending on uh, where you were. But I'm asking the question again, this time, with what we saw in Mexico over the weekend, with the warnings from not only a former FBI uh, assistant director, but the United States of America. The federal government has put 30 of, th- of Mexico's 32 states on some kind of watch list. This goes from reconsider travel, exercise increased caution, exercise normal precautions, and there are actually five on this list where the U.S. government says, do not travel. Is that stopping you from making any spring break plans? And for those of you who have visited Mexico, maybe you've gone to the beaches of Mexico, had a great time spring break in Mexico. What are the rules that you've learned or the caution that you've practiced when going to Mexico that you want to share with those who have booked their flight to Mexico this spring break? 803-0930, star 930. We'll get a little more into the story after after traffic and weather. But I'd like to know your take on this. As 30 of Mexico's 32 states are on some kind of travel list, the former FBI assistant director says, you are not safe from the cartels anywhere in Mexico. Are you still getting on that plane for spring break if that plane is going to Mexico? Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And we're getting this as um, four people were kidnapped over the weekend in Mexico. If you haven't heard the story, uh, four, of course, again, Josh, I click on the wrong stories. Um, this news coming after uh, four people were kidnapped. The kidnapping is still being investigated, but U.S. and Mexican authorities believe they were mistaken for a rival human trafficking gang and were taken by members of the Gulf Cartel. Now, that has th- th- these travel advisories have been issued, and here's some audio from uh, ABC on those travel advisories. Oh, I'm sorry, Josh. I need my uh, news boss up. I know I told you I didn't, but now I do. Here we go. This is Jim Ryan. Despite the potential danger, Americans do still cross the international bridges into Mexico every day. The advice from law enforcement. Make sure that your cell phone is completely charged before you go. Make sure it does work in Mexico, so get contact with your local carrier. Martin Sandoval is with the Brownsville, Texas Police Department. Stay as close as you can to the international bridges. Do not try to venture farther into the city. And he echoes the warning from the State Department. If there's no need to go to Mexico, do not go. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. So that is the um, caution being put out there again. 30 of the 32 states on some kind of travel advisory. Will this affect your spring break plans at all? Um, and have you been to Mexico? Have you have a spring break to Mexico? And what do you think? What do you think of this news now? Would you do it again? Is there anything you learned? Or did you have a great time? And you want to call in and say, hey, I went to spring break in Mexico you know, last year, a few years ago, and had the time of my life. Um, Just avoid these places. You hear this with a lot of um, travel, you know, resort getaway things, right? 
You hear this so much. Um, hey, if you stay in this part, you're fine. But if you venture out, you could be in trouble. You hear that a lot when people talk about going on vacation to getaway places. What about you? 803-0930, star 930. We'll take your calls on that. Also, spring break right around the corner. Maybe you're not heading to Mexico, but where is your spring break destination? Where is your go-to spring break place? A lot of people like to get to Florida, get to the beach. A lot of people like to go to Vegas. Vegas is like, you know, any time of year, Vegas is a lot of fun. Even if it's in January and the pools are closed, Vegas is still a ton of fun. So I want to know, have you changed your spring break plans because of the caution, because of the advisories from the U.S. government? And maybe you're not heading to Mexico, but where is your spring break destination? Where do you like to go? Where is your favorite spring break place? Is it Vegas? Is it Florida? Is it somewhere else? Do you like to maybe go on vacation for spring break, but stay away from the beaches because everyone's at the beach on spring break? We'll take your calls 8030930 after this. It's Beamer in for Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.